0: First real six string
1: boy oh,
0: at the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled Was a summer of 69 Me and some guys from school.
1: The number one weekly The number one weekly real estate podcast Hosted by industry experts, we are socially distancing and broadcasting once again from the top of the Castles Unlimited Space Needle in Boston, Massachusetts. You can listen to our past shows when you go to broker-talk.com. Broker Talk is sponsored today by the mighty realtors of Castles Unlimited and the Savage Wiener Gourmet Steak Hot Dogs. I'm your host, Jim Stern. My co-host is Larry Lauper. Larry, how are you doing today?
0: I am doing excellent gym and I'm in my little quadrant of the uh, space capsule. High up here in the uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh the needle. Yeah. Um Today's show, as everyone knows who's watched this show, we talk about real estate. We tell it like it is. Today's show is going to be about luxury. Everybody has a different idea of what luxury is. Uh, There are luxury brands. There are uh, uh, luxury homes. In real estate, luxury is defined as the top 10% of the existing market at that point. But uh, our guest today is the CEO of Realm. And Realm is all about luxury people, luxury agents, luxury properties. And we're so very lucky to have Brennan Buckley with us today from Realm. Welcome aboard, Brennan. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here,
2: guys. And I might, um, Larry, I might uh, correct you just a little bit. I am actually a founding partner of Realm. Our CEO is Julie Foppel. Uh, out of Jackson Hole Real Estate um, in uh, Jackson, Wyoming, who is she's amazing. Well,
0: that's that's wonderful. When I came on board, uh, Jim made me vice president of Thursday. I still have the title. <laughs> <laughs> now you're CEO of Thursday. Let's, let's, oh, let's get promoted. I, got, I got an upgrade. Thank, Thank you. Nice. Very um, nice. Hey, uh, Brandon, how do you define
2: luxury? Well, it's a great question. And one we ask our Realm members all the time, because the definition is shifting rapidly, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, luxury was defined by the badge, right? I'm driving this car, or I have, I've got you know, Louis Vuitton or Mercedes or all these badges. Now it's about the experience and the lifestyle. And here, as we're moving through COVID, it's changing even more. I define luxury as choice. And a lot of our members are starting to as well. Luxury of having choice, where where you work, where you live, the ability to kind of maneuver in and out of things as the world is changing around us. And I think that's, a, that's becoming a broader definition of luxury. Uh, we're certainly seeing it with people with means.
0: Uh, they're making choices, and they're making them quickly. I had someone from a luxury client of mine say, um, if your problems can be solved with money, you have no problems. So it's a, it's a good way. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah, good way to look at it. It's you know that that
2: luxury is just um, it's different for everybody, and um, and there are some you know, hard definitions around real estate. But I think at the end of the day, it's defined by everybody individually, depending on where you live, depending on what your situation is. And um, but like I said, I think choice is becoming a really,
0: really big definer of lecture these days. Well, the, the choice is really part of what the Realm uh, brand is all about. Um, as I understand that you are brand agnostic, meaning that it doesn't matter wh- wh- whatever the brand is. Sotheby's, Caldwell Banker, Keller Williams, it could be anything, EXP uh, and some of the others, on and on. That's not what, how Realm works. Could you talk for a moment how Realm uh, is of value to the members who join? Sure. Yeah, Realm is, is really for
2: agents, for luxury agents, for elite agents, so, for so many years. And, and today, even yet, um, a lot of people are doing business in a brand, in the silo of a brand or in the silo of a marketplace, like a Boston or a New York or a San Francisco. What Realm does um, is we're the first ones to ever come along and, and take all those silos down. So our membership, which is truly brand agnostic, is made up of people from independent brands, from wonderful um, networks like Christie's or Sotheby's or Compass or what have you. And, um, and they're from multiple marketplaces, not just what you typically would think of as luxury. So we pulled all those silos to d- down, and our membership um, is um, is connecting in uh, ways that they've never been connected before because they're not limited to one
0: of those silos. Well, this resonates with me because of, uh, I talk all the time about when we're working in real estate, we're working one-on-one with an agent. The agent might be in, a, in a, you know, with any one of these brands, or be there a, a sole uh, practitioner, you're really working with an individual. And when you work with luxury people, that is a very, very different language than your regular language. One, one way I describe it is there's always an issue with a uh, r- real estate deals, but we don't know what it is, but something will happen and you have to solve that in, in a regular real estate, let less than luxury, um, If there's a problem, you're going to hear from the owner. They're going to talk to you about whatever the issue is. (laughs) In luxury, you hear from a lawyer. Yeah, there's certainly uh, a lot of
2: the clients at the, at the ultra luxury level. uh, They've got advisors, they've got um, the real estate professional, they've got attorneys and accountants and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's a, that's a big kind of an underpinning of realm. We actually, We're a a community, we're not a network, we're a membership of of agents um, that interact with each other, trusted advisor to trusted advisor, because very rarely do luxury clients work on their own. They're usually got a trusted advisor. And so that's a big underpinning of realm. We recognize that and and we, we create these connections, we create these matches among agents because it's far more effective uh, to generate business and to solve problems when you're dealing trusted advisor
0: to trusted advisor. When you're talking about a super luxury property, um, we're in the Boston area. Uh, we had a quarterback here. I heard he was pretty good with Tom Brady. Um, he's got a property that started out on the market at thirty nine thousand, uh, thirty nine million. At $39,000,000. It dropped because of... I'll
1: offer $39,000. i will take it. Yeah.
0: We have that cash, right, right now? Um, but it, It's dropped um, uh, since then. But you can't get into this property in, until you're vetted. Uh, you have to show that you have the wherewithal uh, to do that. And that always happens agent to agent, I think. What have been some of the success stories uh, that you've heard so far, Brennan?
2: Yeah, that's the, by the way, I think you're making a great point about the vetting, you know, especially when you're dealing with celebrities, um, it's important that that those vetting mechanisms are in place and agents, good agents, elite agents know how to work through that. So Rome, you know, we, we launched in March, um, and we're growing very, very quickly. Um, And, um, and we're very thankful and blessed with all of that. A lot of our success stories are happening on the relationship side. So it's one agent from, for example, Aspen, who has developed a friendship and, and eventually a referral relationship with another agent in, for example, New York City. That actually is a real example. Um, I, we, so we, we track these things anecdotally when people are making referrals or we're making introductions. Um, We don't get involved in those transactions at all. Realm doesn't get involved in referrals, um, but we do get involved in helping make connections. And uh, There's been hundreds of them uh, made, and and shoot, we're just getting started. Uh, By the way, uh, if you guys are Wall Street Journal readers, uh, tomorrow morning there'll be a full-page ad in the Wall Street Journal uh, talking about some of our initial members into Realm and also kind of where we're at from a milestone standpoint. We got yeah. over 250 members, over a thousand listings, over 60,000 clients, and over 4.5 billion in properties uh, in Realm at the moment, and we
1: literally are just getting started. And, and while we're still started talking about the vetting process, uh, you want to talk about uh, some of the tools like WealthX, uh, things like that, that, that come along with the, with the Realm
2: that work? Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, essentially how it works, or at least the technology piece, an agent joins realm and and they're vetted before they're joined. Nobody joins realm without an invitation. Most of our members are coming in as recommendations from other members. So um, then they're automatically vetted if a member recommends them. Anyway, you join realm, um, you upload your client list. Um, into Realm, which is like gasp. I mean, that's a major deal to get an agent to do that. So we execute a non-disclosure confidentiality agreement that says, we'll never see your clients. Nobody in Realm will see your clients. But then we take those clients and we go find everything we can about them. So we use sources like WealthX and others to um, to add to the data. So you might know your client's name, address, um, email address and birthday, and all at once, you are showered with reams of information about your client that you never knew. It's all public. Um, we just find it quickly and efficiently. We then take that person and we create a lifestyle profile. We, we say, okay, here's what we know about them. This is their lifestyle profile. We, we use a tagging system. And then we take those lifestyles and we match them to all the properties in Realm which we also make a lifestyle profile of, and that's kind of how the magic happens. So you can be, um, we just had um, two of the top five agents in New York City join realm, and and they've got amazing clients, and um, you can imagine one of them uh, having a client that is a perfect match for a listing in uh, Beverly Hills based on a number of attributes of both. And so we connect those two agents, and that's what Jackson does. Or Jackson Hole. Lots of, you know, it's funny, I was just talking about Jackson Hole. It is literally in front of our eyes um, exploding. I mean, it's an amazing place if you've never been there, but um, people from New York and San Francisco and Los Angeles and other parts of the world um, are moving there in droves. And what has traditionally, this is another trend in luxury, you know, what you traditionally think of as second and third home markets, people are making those their primary residence, and then they're keeping a second or a third residence in the city. So I think that's happening in all kind of tangential markets, like the Hamptons or Greenwich uh, out of New York. And- and uh, other places.
0: Um, Without a doubt, the world is changing because of of COVID and and people may go back. But with the luxury properties in particular, um, one of the reasons I brought up Brady's property is it's highly unlikely that it's going to be someone from this area who buys that. It's going to be someone from some other area. Someone else is going to, you know, people like homes in in Boston and may come here. Do they need a thirty-six million dollar property to just visit for you know the fall weekends? Probably not, but uh, I do believe the buyer's is going to come from out of this area, and the connections with other luxury agents is a huge help on that. I, I think you're a
2: hundred percent right. And and go ahead, Jim. I was you... yeah,
1: I, I was going to just ask you, Brennan. Uh, so uh, also a big part of the uh, the realm network and and, uh, its offering is the uh, Wednesday uh, Zoom meeting, as it is now, in a way um, the pandemic sort of worked to your advantage, because everyone is getting more and more um, used to meeting on Zoom. So uh, I've been on a couple of the calls, and there's at least a hundred brokers from all over the country on these calls, uh, can you sort of uh, tell our audience uh, what those calls are like and uh, what the vision is for them in the future? Absolutely. You
2: know, it's interesting when COVID hit, we, were launch, we launched the week before um, and um, really out of need of our members and we, we decided, let's just all get on a Zoom call and just talk. And I remember, I'll never forget that first call. It was a lot of it was Gary Gold. If you guys don't know who Gary Gold is, LA, famous for selling the Playboy Mansion, broke the hundred million dollar barrier in one property with that sale. He's since sold the Chartwell Estate for 155 million. And we so we started that day, which was late March, and we've continued these every Wednesday. We get a lot of technology attention. We get a lot of tech attention for our technology. We've been blessed and. Forbes wrote an article about us and we're really thankful for that. But Realm really is uh, our membership interacting with each other. And so we do these Wednesday calls. We bring in speakers. um, We, we have panels of agents talking about best practices. Larry, you mentioned the cities. A few weeks ago, I oversaw a panel with a absolute elite real estate agent in New York in Chicago. And in san francisco we talked about selling in the cities and what's going to happen and of course we all know i'll take new york uh, in particular um, a lot of people read the jerry seinfeld op-ed piece in the new york times talking about new york will always come back and it will new york is new york and it will 100 percent come back and it was wonderful to hear the agent talk about that in a real life example how they are swamped with people coming to manhattan Looking for being able to maybe afford something now that they might not have been able to a year ago. So we have conversations like that. We have a needs and leads call once a month. Imagine the good old office needs and leads call like who's got a buyer for this or who's got a listing. We, We believe we've done the first ever worldwide needs and leads call. We had an agent in Athens, we had an agent in Australia. And every luxury market in between, and they're talking about buyers and listings they've got coming on. It was crazy, but um, that's a big part of it. Jim, is it's not just about the technology. Technology will
1: sustain only so much. Well, the technology is, is another question that I have. Uh, so um, the company when it was was formed was uh, was based on the technology and. And, and who actually did uh, did the coding and the design for uh, it? Which, which came first, the technology yeah. or the vision? Website I think is the, great, the, It's really very pretty,
2: by the way. Thank you very much. Um, the vision definitely came first. You know, it, it was, you know, a lot of the heads of companies kind of got together years ago and just talked about luxury real estate. And Julie um, and some others invested in a research firm, um, a gentleman who was the former chief marketing officer for Microsoft had left, started a research firm, and they spent a year and a half talking to people in the industry and talking to people in technology outside of real estate that eventually gave way to Realm. Um, and so definitely the vision came first, but the the technology itself is a really big part of where these conversations are starting with agents. Um, and, uh, you know, we just, we're just we hitting the point now where, um, where agents are joining Realm about as fast as, as, um, as, as we hear about them or they hear about us. And, and those conversations are definitely starting with the technology. But what will keep them in Realm and what will keep them engaged and interacting is
1: the membership. It's the group. Um, cause and, and, people and the can, properties and, and the listings uh, that, that you talk about. If you come to the site, the listings are not there. It's, it's more about joining it, it. It's it's facing the industry, not facing the public. So exactly. So, uh, what what what's the uh, the idea behind that?
2: Yeah. So we've got a public-facing site that really is just for agents to learn more, um, and that's realm-global.com. Um, but but really, the information the the Realm itself is is behind the membership wall. So you log in and you sign in. Because we want Realm to truly be trusted advisors. So, so what's the public site again? I, I was listening to uh, yes. Larry's uh, Ringtone. Uh, the public site is realm-global.com. And okay. agents can go there and learn, and learn more but about it. But it's it. agents. Well, what, where would the public find the properties? They won't.
1: Um, okay. Yeah. The
2: the properties are all okay. within the realm
0: um site itself.
2: Um we're we're, the, we're leaving that it up to the sense. agents
0: to show that. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 makes sense. These kind of properties. I mean you 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 don't want just everybody looking through these homes. Um I do exactly. think that the um uh, one of the I'm a certified luxury home marketing specialist. Uh, that's, that's um yeah. <laughs> you get it by selling luxury homes but um one of the things that they're they're trying to do is be international with that particular group and uh in a lot of areas in here in the united states i mean california real estate laws are different than massachusetts but but there are laws in some of these countries there are no laws They're, they're, you know, um, so how does the group, like if I have uh, a client of mine wanting to buy in, say, um, Anguilla, you know, and I have an agent that's that's trying to sell a a luxury property in Anguilla, how do I make sure uh, that uh, it's going to actually be recorded and transferred and all of that? Is that something that you just talk person to person?
2: on that? You do. Yep. Agent to yeah. agent. Uh, it's a good point though. I mean, we really didn't think of, we would be going international until the second quarter of next year. Um, and we are already in nine countries and we'll probably be in 30 by the end of the year. Um, because realm itself, um, you know, it, it's, it's borderless. So it's very easy once you can get the properties in to, to kind of tag people in find more information on clients. But yeah, you're right. There's some there's some different approaches out there. And so, of course, uh, our REL members, uh, they work it out themselves.
0: Jim, don't, I, don't pay some,
1: some, bills. Oh, pay some yeah. bills. Pay some bills. Yeah. Pay some bills. Yeah. Broker Talk is sponsored today by the Savage Wiener. The perfect grilling treat is the Savage Wiener Gourmet Steak Hot Dog. Go to com. Use discount code BROKER TALK to receive 20% off your order of eight or more packages of the delectable, that is a word, isn't it, uh, steak wieners. They ship. That's the savagewiener.com. And, of course, Broker Talk is also sponsored today by the mighty realtors of Castles Unlimited, where you get the best real estate offers. Go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. Sure. Here we go. Back to the show now.
2: <laughs> Thank now, you you so afford, now you can afford now you can
1: afford Brady's house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, interestingly enough, uh
1: yeah, the the big the big sale there is not actually Tom Brady's house, it's the that, Reebok
0: house. That, yeah, that's, that's right. just what I was gonna say.
1: The guy who owns Reebok
0: has a house that's bigger, more grand on the same golf course, The the country club, which is a uh in Brookline where um and it's come down
1: about seventy million dollars. Yeah. So now it's a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Only um, thirty-nine million now.
0: But um, I, I know that many of our listeners are not particularly luxury. They, everybody would like luxury to do luxury because. Sure. But it's a different language, and and people aren't interested in the exact same things. If you can buy anything then what you want to buy is something that would be that your friends might not have. So exclusivity is, is a part of that. Um, uh, Something that you can put on your, you know, expensive coffee table that will other, wow, you have that Uh, kind of thing. So what is, is the language of luxury from your point
2: of view? Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good observation. And yeah, it's, you know, it's, um, it's a lot about lifestyle and, and customization and exclusivity and, and things that, you know, like I said, it used to be about the badge and now it's really about doing things that are completely customized, taking taking vacations that are completely tailored. Um, as it pertains to real estate agents, one thing that I've really observed um, in spending a lot of time with, with a lot of really elite luxury agents is they're always... You know, they're always looking on behalf of their clients. You, there's a, there's an amazing amount of real estate collectors out there. And, you know, and of course, all real estate agents are serving their clients. But um, I, I see with with more mainstream, it's who's looking for a house because they're going to move, you know, for whatever reason. With luxury and ultra luxury, there's a lot of keeping an eye out for just things that, that you know, maybe aren't on the market or maybe... Um, your client isn't telling you, I want to move or I want to, I want this, but, but you just know if there's a certain, you know, home in a part of the world with architectural provenance that you have a buyer for, um, you're always looking, um, to serve the needs of these real estate collectors. That's just one example, um, because they're always, you know, they're, they're, some people are collecting and trading homes, um, uh. In a, in a pretty rapid fashion so you know second home third home you know fourth home fifth home sixth home seventh home it does get that way um and luxury real estate agents are always keeping an eye out for for those types of things
1: so i have i have a few questions uh so um you're, you're probably familiar brennan with uh, concierge auctions mm-hmm. and they're sort of um feeding into the same Luxury space uh, on the auction side of it, and uh, it, it seems to me that there might be some kind of synergy between the Realm Network ultimately and that inventory. Have you had any kind of uh, conversations with them about uh, bringing their inventory to the network?
2: You know, we haven't um, we haven't connected with them um, uh, yet, and we've certainly had a lot of people kind of make that same observation. There's a lot of ways to luxury and luxury business and and uh, and there there very well might be some synergies we just haven't haven't had a chance to explore it yet. Okay, I, I get that. Yeah,
0: you're,
1: I would I would are awesome. and and one of the things that I've noticed is uh, it, fr- from the social media side of it is the broker focus of the network and it, it sort of makes me think about my branding, my personal branding in the luxury space. And I see uh, a broker in uh, Lake Tahoe, Trinny, Tr- Tr- Tricky Trinky Watson. Yeah, Tr- yeah. Uh, you know, Tricky. and she's and, and she's there with the dog at the side of of, uh, of the lake. And um, it's it's interesting. Can you talk a little bit about that the whole program or the whole? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I'm, I'm, um,
2: yeah, completely. And, and it's a good point, actually. Our Realm membership is being built agent by agent. So we are literally talking to every single agent as they join Realm. Um, and, and we've got experts in a lot of areas. We just brought over Danielle Garofalo, who, um, who you saw on the call. Um, she has worked for the biggest and best brands in New York City and is literally an expert in real estate marketing. And, and gives our agents advice all the time anyway um, is a great example she's amazing um, and you know her dog she's she shows dogs um, and has forever and of course she's up in Lake Tahoe and she told me on a call once I think she told a broad group of people so hopefully I'm not sharing something she wouldn't want to share but I think I think she's um, she she trains and raises German shepherds she's on Tahoe well can you think of a of a famous movie, um, where there was a property in Tahoe, um, that, uh, I'll give you a hint. It was the second series in a three-part series uh, that started with Godfather. Um, and if you think of that, that property out there, that's a property of course she's worked with over the years and her dogs were in that movie. There was the scene where the assassination attempt happened. I knew it right away when she said it. And then they released the German shepherds. Those were Trinkies German Shepherds in that movie, and so you know it's things like that. That's such a unique story, for um, you know when you're telling a story about Tahoe, um, that just can connect with people. So agents and agent branding uh,
1: is is paramount. And it's very it's, it's very different. It's, very different. It, it's noticeably different, and I love it because we all get listings, and then the listing sells. We get a buyer. I mean, we're not putting the, the picture of the buyer. You know, here here's here's Mary and Steve. They buy. They they want to buy a house. Does anybody have a house? Give me a call. We don't do advertising like that. And brokers typically they'll just put their their picture in in an ad. You know, if it was the newspaper or if it's online. This is very personal, and it really uh, it lends itself to a lifestyle rather than just where uh, servants just, you know, finding real estate on MLS and uh, and, and running around with keys. It, it, it's it's really very special. I love it. I, 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 yeah, absolutely, Jim. i love to hear you say that.
2: I'll give your listeners and viewers another example. There's an agent in Realm. Um, her name's Emily Bear. She's in New York City. Uh, she's a core agent. She is an absolute icon. And my first impression of of Emily was before I talked to her about Rome, I went to her website and she's got a video, an agent video. And we've all seen agent videos. This is probably the best one I've ever seen. And it describes her and her being an agent in New York City and what she loves about being an agent in New York City. It's black and white. There's no music in the background, there's street sounds and it is, amazing and if in my opinion um if you want to see an example of how an agent was she um, on the call
1: yesterday and Uh and 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 she has like uh uh a scene behind her but it's not really where she is and it's uh it's got a, a bunch of apartments with uh window air conditioners hanging out is that yeah, you know, she may have had that as her
2: background uh, yesterday. I didn't notice, but she's on all the realm calls.
1: Um, but yeah, you could with look a, her with up. a long Emily. white conference table. Yeah, very, yeah, she, very. She's unique.
2: oh, that that was um, Becky Temple. Temple. Okay, um, all right. What was the name of this one? Emily. Her name is Emily Bear. B E A R E in New York City. Um, you could just Google her. She's with Core. Yeah, watch her agent video. If you want to see what branding should look like for an agent, that to me is one of the – and it's also it's, – if you love New York City, and I love New York City, it, you swell with pride. I think every agent in New York should watch this video. It's I was awesome. born in Manhattan.
0: Oh, wonderful. Yeah. But I love Boston. Yay, yeah. Boston. Yay, Boston. I was born outside Philadelphia, so I've hated New York from both sides, but I love it <laughs> And Brennan,
1: where, where are you uh, right now?
2: Basically? Well, yeah. So I'm actually in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, and, uh, but our, I'm based out of our offices in, Denver.
1: in Des Moines, Iowa is the luxury real estate capital of central Iowa, Point, Iowa. <laughs> central Iowa.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> luxury is di- defined differently. Although it's amazing. We Des Moines is um, exploding in size also. And, um, our largest one of our largest companies is the largest publisher in the world. It's Meredith Publishing. They just bought Time Inc. out of New oh, yeah. York and are moving a lot of people from New York to Des Moines. Which, it, on first blush, you know, some of them are maybe a little shocked, but then they realize that for two or three million dollars, you can have 10,000 square feet, a couple of acres on water and a golf course. I mean, they're kind of warming up to Des Moines.
1: It, it's, a, it's, it's a very positive
0: uh, lifestyle shift. And it's, and it's not Salt Lake City, so you can get a drink if you'd
1: like. <laughs> you can, and you and, a, and I think mean, the pandemic has changed a lot of people's feelings about a lot of things. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: Thanks.
1: Without
0: question. That article you sent me today about uh, uh, Zillow and luxury, about how things are changing in there. Um, and people are looking for more open space, more space around them, um, to get away to, you Absolutely. know, and, and, so now properties, but all luxury and ultra luxury properties do have like separate gyms or separate, you know, movie theaters or, you know, offices within the, the, the complex, um, right. that's Absolutely. part of what luxury
1: is. Well, yeah. I, I, think that the story of Rome is, is pretty amazing. Um, uh, can can you see that agents will be using uh I guess the branding on their yard signs or the business cards. Uh is there already uh some rules of, of how the, the the trademark and the website can be used? Sure, absolutely. We
2: view Realm as an ingredient brand, never anything that's gonna be out front and center, certainly never shadowing over any real estate agent's brand, but we do uh, indeed provide uh, materials if somebody wants to add a realm logo to their email signature or their website we certainly do have folks that are doing that yeah we're uh, and people we're will do to, that to recognize yeah, each will. other yeah well the, tomorrow morning's uh, wall street journal ad um which like i said it's a full page ad i'm looking i'm leaning over to see if i if i've got a copy of it uh, this will be a very this will be a very big introduction to the world. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting yeah. to see how many just consumers, luxury consumers reach out to us. Um, and of course, we'll pass them along to our agents. Just so, to
1: so that will maybe be the big question, the final question. OK, so the consumer sees the ad. Of course, brokers see the ad and they go, I want to join this. I'm going to call Brennan. Um, but what does the consumer do? Uh, other than track down the broker whose photo, and you don't have all 250 brokers on there, uh, so what does the consumer do with that ad? I think a lot is of consumers. There, is, is there a, a URL for the consumer, and what does it lead to? Yeah. The, so there is, um, and it's it's the it's the same
2: URL I gave you exactly. in Realm Global, and. You know, when when a consumer goes there, they'll see that Realm is really an agent-focused um, platform. I think a lot of consumers will ask their agents um, if they're part of Realm and are they considering to be part of Realm, which isn't necessarily the goal, but I think Wall Street Journal readers are savvy readers, and, and they'll understand the benefit of their agents being part of, uh, of this broad brand agnostic membership. Well, that's an expense of that, what's the goal of the YAG? Well, it's a few things. I mean, the main goal is to thank uh, our members. I mean, the, the people in that ad, by and large, are our earliest members, our earliest adopters. Um, and so it's to thank them. Um, we almost, as a secondary notion, um, we've added some some statistics about Realm that, quite frankly, we didn't. We're, we're over, a little overwhelmed at hitting so quickly. So um, we will talk about them, you know, number of members, number of listings, number of clients, properties. So um yeah, there'll be there'll be a little you know, thanking agents and then maybe just giving the world a little bit of a um we we had a great introduction to the world back in April before we had hardly any members. Forbes heard about it and they wrote an article on Realm and shoot, we were I mean, it was Julie and I and and uh, so this'll be another introduction and another
1: wonderful Well I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick something in the suggestion box. So if you're spending, and I don't know, that, that ad's gonna cost ten to $50,000. I don't know, it's, it's an expensive ad. I saw a 4 collar yes. full-page ad. Um, you should have a way to capture leads for the network. And, you know, they gotta they got be distributed. Someone, someone from Boston sees it in the Wall Street Journal maybe I get a call, maybe I get an email or something. Uh, just, just a thought, just so that no opportunity is lost for the network, and when you're spending that kind of money, it's as it's, it's, it's easy as a contact inquiry uh, box on the, uh, on the website. Yeah, on, we, and we've got several of those, and as we
2: hear
0: from consumers, we'll absolutely move them right to our membership. Okay. You of course you will. Bren, Brennan, it's been fascinating. We could talk about Thank this you. for another uh, hour at least, but uh, we truly appreciate you taking the time today and sharing a little bit more with us. Congratulations on the super growth, and we hope to have you back uh, on sometime soon. Well I think we're going to have one of your, your other people. Uh, Danielle, um, yes, yeah, Danielle. she's, she's way more
2: interesting than I am, she's like quite a bit smarter. So, so we went
0: be, overtime so. today, Brennan, You're, you were know, Oh, wow, good. no after show with this with yeah, you. We
1: went way over time. So Broker Talk is a weekly podcast hosted by real estate industry professionals and always dedicated to telling it like it is, we're teachers of the business and students of the industry. I'm Jim Lowenstern. And I'm Larry Lauper, we thank you for listening. Thank you, Brennan.
0: Thanks, Brennan. Do you remember?